Welcome to the Insurance Brokers Podcast with your host, Sarah Myerskoff. This business podcast is for ambitious brokers determined to grow their business. Our guests are highly experienced industry experts and innovators. This is the place to leverage their success, learn how to break through barriers to growth, and discover a community of support and ideas whilst growing your business. Welcome to this episode of the Insurance Brokers Podcast. On this episode, we are talking to me, and we have a slightly different format to our usual guest interview. I've been asked by a number of clients to put together a step-by-step guide to developing and implementing an effective marketing process. The term marketing is quite broadly used. It's understood in different ways by different people. And a lot of people use the term marketing without knowing really what their objective is. So step one, what is it that you want from a marketing process to your business? Now, a lot of my clients are looking for marketing that generates leads, builds brand awareness. It might be that you are looking to add value to your ideal prospect with the hopes of generating relationships. It might be that you need to implement a marketing plan because you think it's something you should do because everybody's talking about it. So that's why understanding what it is you want is a really important part of any marketing strategy. I've seen lots and lots of businesses in and outside the insurance industry that dive straight into a digital marketing strategy. And by that, they mean disseminating information across social media. And that information comes from reposting other people's blogs or just consistent updating of social media. And whilst consistency and visibility is key, understanding what it is you are trying to achieve will focus that process significantly. And I think uh, particularly given the current world we're living in and the boom of the virtual digital technology space that's been coming for a long time but seems to have catapulted through COVID, I think understanding what you can do and why you want to do it is critical. So step one, what does marketing mean to you and what do you want from a marketing strategy? Once you have identified that the next piece of work, and it's quite an intensive piece of work that when done properly reaps huge benefit, is step two. And step two is, who do you want to target your marketing material at? Now, this sounds really, really simple, and it is, but the work involved to get that to be as focused and as effective as possible is quite time heavy. But if you are involved in sales, it's the type of work you'll be doing anyway. So just adding a bit more focus to it is really helpful. So the processes that we work through when we're working through this with our clients are, first of all, who is your ideal client? And I would always suggest looking at your current client base for that. Who do you like? Who do you not? And why? What clients do you really get a kick out of working with? And why? Uh, It might be that they are high uh, income generators. Great. It might be they're in an industry that you particularly feel really comfortable in and know your way around. It might be that they listen and value your opinion. It might be that you have developed a really good relationship as a trusted advisor, and that makes you feel good because that's what we're about. 
it might be that they are not admin heavy. And by admin heavy, I mean, you're not having to call four times to get the same answer because they didn't listen to the first three calls, which happens to all of us. We're all busy, all managing a number of different daily tasks. But your ideal client might be somebody that takes your call first time and and really gets where you're going. So there's a whole range of reasons why a client that you have may be one of your favorites. Find them and identify why. And then as as a sales team, as a collective, look and see what strands you can pull out that are consistent across everybody. And that'll give you a really good idea of who your ideal client is. And that's from your current base. So we're still in step two. We're still looking at who you are targeting with your marketing material. And and, and my suggestion is always start with the current client base. Once you know who your ideal client is, let's profile your current customers by the top 20% of income generators. So you are taking, and it's back to this age-old 80-20 rule, the top 20%. You want to make that top 20% 100% of your client base. So let's focus there. Let's profile there. So you know who you like, why you like them, and what's important to you as a business. And now you're looking at the income side of things. What type of client generates the maximum income for your skill set and where you're able to add value? This starts to bring together a very clear idea of who your ideal prospect is. Step two, still looking at the ideal prospect, but we don't stop there and a lot of people do. You now have an idea of who you want and I'm talking about really detailed ideas. I'm not talking about who do you want to target anyone who needs insurance, small to medium companies, large companies, local companies. I'm talking about, I want to target childminders within a 50 mile radius of Colchester that have between five and 15 employees and a turnover of X per year. That becomes your target. You might do this several times. You might have if your if your sales team is large enough to cope with it you might have three ideal very specific targets once you have that you are 50% of the way to completing step 2 your ideal prospect and the reason i say 50% is the next 50% is incredibly important for an effective sales strategy and for an effective marketing strategy you now know who you want find them. Work through artesian searches, which we could help you with. Work through industry bodies that might generate a list of of names. Work through a Google search. Work through the yellow pages. Work through any platform where you know might generate the information. So one of our clients, we we did this with, and we generated in one ideal prospect avatar, 1,173 names with name of senior management, business, turnover, employees, auditor's date, etc. That then becomes your little black book of prospects. Once you've got this information, once you've put this work in, your marketing and sales strategy becomes almost seamless. 
which is why it's so worth taking the time to put this in place. Some of the work we do with with clients is working on different levels, either supporting the individual broker and their sales team to go through this process and being there as a backstop to help answer any questions or, you know, shift a bit left, shift a bit right, how can we help, through to actually doing this work for you, with you. And it's really powerful once you get people in a room and you really start to generate these ideas, you can come up with some incredible things. And once you've got that list, you have a tangible list of names for you to develop. Guess what? The next step. So step three. Step three is content development. And this is often step one for a lot of people when they think about marketing. So you think about marketing, you think you need to put content to the maximum amount of people possible. How am I going to do that? I might put an advert on a billboard. I might put some posts on social media. I might write an article in in an industry magazine. That's where people start. But if you have done stages one and two correctly, your content development becomes incredibly focused with real value that you can add to real people that you want to work with. And that's how powerful this can be. So content development, this seems to be a real sticky point for people. And I get it. I understand why. And the why is usually I haven't got a dedicated resource and I cannot add to my team's workload to start developing content which leads to problems with consistency, or I haven't got a marketing budget, or I don't have the confidence or the expertise to know if I'm doing it right. And that's that's the kind of stuff that I hear on a daily basis. And it's absolutely true. And that's why we've that's why I've been asked and that's why I've done this this very easy three-step guide because it's easy to follow. And the idea behind content development is not that you should all of a sudden have to spend two days a week writing unique blogs and articles and getting them in the newspapers and posting five times a day on all social media. All of that is, is really good stuff, but it has a time and a place. And it's never going to be effective unless you know who your ideal target is and therefore what is valuable information to them. But also, there's a whole piece of work about looking at what your current processes are. So who's in your team and what day-to-day tasks do they already do? And what of those tasks could be tweaked ever so slightly to start to develop some easy content? And there are so many ways that this can happen. One very, very powerful way is to um, interview your clients. When you are talking about renewals, ask, can I have 10 minutes of your time just to talk about your, you know, your wider business problems because I might be able to add value. And if we're talking about market trends in your particular industry, you know, I'm, I'm happy to share the video that I'll develop with you so you can use it for your marketing, Mr client. So you're adding value, you're building a trusted advisor relationship, but you can use that content to write bullet point blogs from because it's already there. You can use it to make a video, you can put it on your website, you can put it through LinkedIn. It's a much easier way of developing content than than deciding you're going to do videos that you might, you know, video yourself talking in a car or, or or walking on the street, which loads of people do and do really effectively. But A lot of people find that really tricky to do, Um, confidence-wise and just 
it's something that you're never going to do if it's not you. So let's not find this idea that you've got to do marketing in this way, this way, this way, this way, and this way, because that's what everybody else does. Let's find how to do marketing in your way that you get, that you're comfortable with, that fits within your processes, fits within your comfort levels, and is easy to generate. And that's a huge part of content development, because if you can't fit it within what you already do or within a way that you are already comfortable, the consistency in the process will fall out the bottom. So just to recap, we have the three slash four stages. Number one, why? Why do you want marketing in your business? What is your objective? What are you going to get from marketing? Let's really understand that because then everything you do comes back to that. I want a marketing strategy that generates leads. When I'm looking at my ideal prospect or I'm looking at my content development, I refer back every time, does it generate leads? No, it's not the right way to be spending my time, money, and resource. So your objective needs to be set at the outset, and that needs to be based on understanding of what it is your business requires and what it needs and what it thinks marketing can do for it. So step one. Step two, your ideal prospect. Who is it? Who is the ideal person that you want to work with in your business and bring in as a client? And there's a whole piece of work to do around that, as we've discussed. Uh, Step 2.1 or step three, depending on how you look at it, is taking that ideal prospect idea and turning it into a list of names, actual tangible people and businesses that you can start to market to. And what I always say to clients and and what we do at Boston Tullis is profile those clients. Who are your top 100? And let's develop a direct contacting strategy for them. Who are your next 300? The Silver Brigade. How or what are we going to put together to really connect with those individuals? And who are your bronze? And who and how are you going to connect with them? So loads of stuff we can do around there. We've got loads of bits of tools and ideas and things that that we can put in place. It might just be that you need to sit with your sales team to brainstorm this and and, and come up with ideas yourself. So that's 2.1 slash 3. And then the last step is developing the content to generate interest from the tangible list of ideal prospects that you have developed. If you have any questions at all, please come back to me and let me know. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to booking a call with me on our website and I can talk you through this in a little bit more detail. Uh, We can brainstorm some ideas. We offer um, a no obligation free call. So I'm happy to do this for anybody that thinks it might be beneficial to their business, particularly given the world we're in at the moment and the next few years that are coming for us, there is, this is the time to start to make the changes in, in how we've always done things and technology, marketing, content marketing, and being efficient in process is absolutely critical to um, survival in businesses over the next few years. So any questions, please give me a shout. I hope you've enjoyed our one-off different format podcast please subscribe, give us your feedback, email me. Uh, I really want to know what it is you want to hear, whether you've enjoyed what you are hearing. 
and if there is anything we can do to help. Have a lovely rest of week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have enjoyed what you have heard, have any questions or feedback, please leave us a review and we will be sure to get back to you. If you would like further information on how Boston Tullis Group can support your business, or if you would like to join us on an episode, please do not hesitate to contact us.